Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you babies? Are you the babies? Are you a precious babies? Are you a pretty baby? Are you my babies? Oh. oh. Love. Daddy. <laughs> That's a video that's going viral on TikTok with the cutest guy or the cutest guy's relationship with his dog. I don't, he may be cute. I don't know. Everybody, I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, he wasn't on The cutest guy ever with the cutest dog ever doing the cutest thing ever. But does that make you feel like that could be you and Peeves, your dog? Aww. My dog, Mr. Peeves? Um, maybe. I don't know. He's just got a little attitude. Oh. You know, he's not that loving either. <laughs> he's he's really not. dog is a sassy pig. Yeah. He doesn't like, he doesn't really come to get petted or anything, you know? He'll just stay there for a second and then he'll go do something else. <laughs> he's kind of like me. He just wanders off. And, and I'll be like, come here. And he'll come here for a second and be like, what? And then he'll wander off. So I don't know. I have things to do. Yeah. And then he'll bark at me a bunch and I'm like, what? What do you want? And then he'll just go, <laughs> and then lay back down and stare at me. He just stares at me all day. So, oh, that sounds about know. right. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Our video would not be as cute as that guy. <laughs> Are you babies? <laughs> <laughs> a scientist released a list of 10 predictions about the year 2024 from 100 years ago. So back in 1924, they made a bunch of predictions about what it would be like 100 years later. And they're pretty hilarious, so we'll go over the list. Back in 1994, they, back in 1924, they thought beds would be launching kids up onto their own feet in the morning. That's freaking cool. No. I w- why aren't they? Exactly. <laughs> why doesn't that exist? They should be able to do that. Well, they kind of do because they have those remote control beds where it's like you can set yourself propped up oh, or not. Yeah. So maybe... And I don't think it's for kids, isn't it? For older people exactly. to help them like, stand up. <laughs> well, honestly, if a, my alarm clock would just dump me out of bed. That would be great. I, I would never be late to anything. They could definitely do that now. I mean, we've got, I mean, there's all kinds of technology. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're almost there. Why aren't... 
Especially for parents, right? Because it's hard to get your kids out of bed in the morning. <laughs> if you could just press a button and they just boink, they just fly out of bed. With that sound, <laughs> boink. Yeah. Mom, I broke my arm. Another prediction they had back in 19, or 1924, about 2024, was that our legs wouldn't work anymore by this time. <laughs> what? Why? Because <laughs> we're getting boinked out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Between the bed boinking and vehicles, <laughs> yeah, that's these what people won't even need their legs anymore. All the way back in 1924, somebody wrote that the muscles in our legs would have atrophied from never being used thanks to the invention of the car. Really? <laughs> they were so scared of that car, man. I know. Every, yeah. every time. Why? Horses are all going to go extinct. You don't, no, no one's legs will work. You don't use your legs when you ride a horse either. That's true, actually. That's a good point oh because yes. we went over. There was another list that came out where somebody thought horses would all be extinct. Yeah, when we went over that one because of the same thing because of cars. <laughs> walk. Another prediction from 1924: What they thought life would be like a hundred years later in 2024, traveling to other planets would be easy and common. Bro, it's hard enough to travel from state to state. <laughs> I mean, hold it on, is. they're not wrong though because it's not easy yet. But it's happening. What? Yes. What do you mean? Well, I still you... think that's that makes them wrong. Elon Musk has his bus that's going to go to to the moon soon at some point, and right? And then they have the Virgin Galactic that was taking you up there. And yeah. Then, yeah, the space station that's happening on the moon. Bro, we got like the magic school bus going out there. Put yep. me on it. I can't wait. A <laughs> hundred years from now, when the flights to the moon and to space are like public transportation. You know, they're oh, like yeah. the bus bus. Because yeah. cool. when airplanes first came out, it was fancy, right? Mm -hmm. To be on an airplane. I mean, flight attendants <laughs> were up there. They were partying. Yeah, yeah. Pilots yeah. were like rock stars. <laughs> Had full tables. Yeah. And now it's like the bus. You're lucky <laughs> if someone isn't going to the bathroom on the seat next to you. <laughs> so 100 years from now, those flights to the moon, people will be like, I do not want to have to get on one of those things again. <laughs> There's going to be all the singles yeah. that lined up first of all, though, because they're trying to find those aliens knowing that there's some other match out there. Like, yeah, we talk about this all the time. If your person isn't here on Earth, they got to be in the universe somewhere. <laughs> Must be. Yeah. I'm not traveling to the moon again. Last time I went on that thing, I got scabies. No thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that they predicted back in 1924, what life would be like now in 2024, flying clothing. What? For so, what? Somebody <laughs> predicted that we'd all basically wear suits that made us fly everywhere. Oh, that's funny. I pictured it the other way around, like clothes would fly on you or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. why are clothes just flying around? It's like a Harry Potter thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I pictured something from Harry Potter for sure. <laughs> Jetpacks do exist, so yeah. they were kind of right. But those were the ones on the water, though, right? Huh? No, they have real jetpacks, mm -hmm. and there was a guy who invented an Iron Man suit that literally works like the Iron Man suit. Right. Does it so can't be high? safe, though. I don't know if it's safe. It's not. That's why it's not. <laughs> you don't see jetpacks very much. That's probably why, huh? Yeah. They're mm -hmm. not safe. I want a jetpack. Oh, great. Be sweet. Where we would just you say go? it's not safe, and Jubal goes, sign me up. Where would I go? <laughs> Anywhere. The gas station? That's probably not a good place to go with a jetpack. <laughs> Start to land right next to the thing and just explodes. He needs to go get his electrolyte water, okay? Also, something that they said in 1924, what life would be like 100 years later in 2024, concerts would be happening remotely. 100%. No! So they were actually right. Yeah. That's not the same. They nailed it, though. Yeah, but it sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but you still watch them. Well, 
Yeah. It is the same. I agree with that. But you watch them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Another thing know. they predicted back in 1924, what life would be like in 2024, is men would stop wearing corsets. <laughs> did I didn't know men wore corsets that back then. Everyone except Harry Styles. I think they nailed it. Right. Oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Why did men ever wear corsets? I didn't know they wore corsets back in 1924. Oh my gosh, bring Wait. in a corset because I would love nothing more than to stuff Jubal and Brad into corsets. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm how good. Do you- well, this prediction's correct. We don't need to do if that. If you think about it, we, men do wear corsets. We have compression shirts and like oh, yeah. skims for men. Innovative corsets. <laughs> yep. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> skims and... Mm-hmm. What do you call them again? Spanks? Yep. Got it. So we do have some men are still wearing corsets. We no, never stopped. I, I would I'd love to wear a corset. No, but like I want to stuff you in one like a sausage and just go whoop. Whoa, why does that sound? <laughs> I think she's very angry about this for the record. I've never asked a woman ever to wear a corset. It's not a thing. I wear I enjoy a corset. But I'm just saying I'd love to put you in. I one. used to have this oh. waist slimming thing that was like a corset. Oh yeah? Yeah. Ooh. I would wear it on and then I would dance around in front of the mirror. And then one time <laughs> I would pretend Why like the you? bell of the ball. And then one time I, want, I wanted to record a video of me doing it because I thought it'd be funny to post on social media. And then I looked at the video and I was like, this is way too weird for me. <laughs> I should definitely not post this. That was the one time I made a good decision with social media. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? The jig is up. Uh, Hello? I think you heard me. The jig is officially up. Um, who is this? Hi. Hi. Yeah, my name's Pete Eakins. I'm the father of Jessica, who's in your daughter's Girl Scout troop. Oh. And I'm calling to let you know the jig is up. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, how is your daughter? What's going on? The gig, the gig or the jig? The what is jig, going on? Yeah, the little dance you're doing to sell the most Girl Scout cookies. Your daughter's in the lead right now, isn't she? Well, Sarah works very hard, yes. Oh, she yeah, Sarah works very work. hard, super hard. Um, my daughter has won three years in a row. <laughs> so you want to okay, tell me how well, your daughter is in the lead with the most Girl Scout cookie sales? <laughs> well, Or do you want to well, tell the cops? Tell the cops? Uh-huh. Wait. They okay. What is exactly the problem here? I, this, my daughter has been doing an exceptional job uh-huh. selling, promoting, leaving flyers on doors. I mean, she's the. I can't wait to watch me. the Netflix documentary someday. Okay, like, what are you talking about? Netflix documentary? Yeah, I love. What is, what is I love all about? those documentaries on those big time drug operations. So I know what you're up to. Okay, I don't, I'm getting, this doesn't make any sense at all. What is going There's on There's no way that your daughter has the most Girl Scout cookie sales in this area because my daughter has done it three days in a row. If you weren't putting a little something, something in those boxes, little Thin Mints and Crack or something like that, huh? What is it? I can't even. I, I, okay, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I don't know you. This is here's the deal. Out. Here's the deal. So here's like, the deal. Here's on? the deal. Here's the deal. Your daughter drops out of the Girl Scouts in this area, or I'm calling the cops and telling them what you've been up to. Oh my God, I am not backing down. Are you? Wait, did you just accuse us of putting drugs in our boxes of cookies? 
Um, well, you seem no, upset no. about that, so it must be truth. Truth hurts, huh? <laughs> Putting a little extra mint in those thin mints, huh? One call to the local police department, and um, you could be going away for a long time. Oh, my God. You have lost your lemonade. I'm not even joking you. What are you eating? What's lemonade? Is that some sort of street name for some sort of new narcotic? No, it's the new cookie, if you knew what you were talking about, <laughs> okay. that my daughter Listen. has sold almost out of. I'm no stranger to putting illicit substances in those boxes to be the top of the sales list. And so that's how I, I don't know how your daughter is leading the sales for the Girl Scout cookies in this area. Because I've done it three Listen, years in a row. I don't, wait a minute, did you just say you're putting stuff in the Girl Scout boxes? Like, that's illegal, dude. I've done it for three years in a row, so there's no way that your daughter can be leading the race unless you're also doing the same thing. And this is my turf. No, guess who's going to be calling the cops on who now? I mean, you just admitted you put drugs in your cookie boxes. Like, I'm calling the cops on you. All right, well, then I'll call the cops on your cops. Well, I'll call the cops back on your And then I'll call the cops on those cops. It looks like we've got ourselves in an official cop battle. It's been a while. Whatever. It's been a while since I've been in a good cop battle. Listen, mother, I don't know what is going on here, but you and your daughter will never sell another cookie and end up probably in jail next to you. Okay, well, then fine. I'll let you know this is a phone prank then. Wait, this is actually Wait. Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your husband Kelly set you up. It's a joke. Shut <laughs> up! I am shaking right now. I don't even know where to. He said that your daughter's in the lead for Girl Scout cookie sales. Oh my and... god, this is not really. This is really happening. I cannot believe he did this to me. I am literally shaking. I can't believe you're selling drugs out of Girl Scout cookie boxes. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. Wake up every morning with Jubal phone pranks. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Time for what's trending with Nina. Have you put your man through the ketchup challenge yet? What? You want to hear about if this? If there is still ketchup on the counter and your boyfriend doesn't know how to clean it up, is he dumb or are you a <laughs> jerk for intentionally making a mess and trying to see how he can fix this? Okay. First this just all, happened to me, by the way. What? Just happened to me. Yeah, because I just put Jubal through the ketchup challenge because I wanted to see how he did. I highly recommend Nina searching. comes over with a ketchup bottle and her phone out and goes, hey. I'm like, Yeah. And then she just squirts ketchup on the counter in front of me. And I'm standing there, I'm like, okay. And she's like, can you clean that up? No, I would not have reacted oh, well okay. to that. Yeah. How'd you do? But he's so nice. He's like, okay. So the thing about this that makes it so funny is how many paper towels men use to clean up anything. Oh. I even said in the video, because I know I use a lot of paper towels a lot. Yeah. I was like... I felt awkward because she's filming me clean up ketchup, which is it's awkward when anybody's just filming you and you're doing anything. But when you're cleaning up ketchup that somebody just squirted and told you to clean up, like yeah. it's even more awkward. But I was like, sorry, I'm using a lot of paper towels. I know. How many did you use? It's kind of wasteful, but more it's than enough. Also hilarious. If you search ketchup challenge, I recommend you entertain yourself today or just follow us at the Jubal show because that video of Jubal cleaning up the ketchup is there for your enjoyment. You can now bury your ex in kitty litter. Just in time for Valentine's Day. What? Yes. There's a Rhode Island... romantic No. Well, it's for your ex. You know, so it's like, I hate you. Let me bury you in kitty litter. You know, a lot of zoos do this where they let you name your cock, like a cockroach. (laughs) Yes. Your ex. Yeah. Or like a rat or something along those lines. Yeah. You never heard about that? Yeah. So there's... Note to self, choose a different animal. (laughs) 
place in Rhode Island that has an animal shelter that's now offering this for people so they can just write their ex's names down and bury it in cat litter oh, and cool. just, you know, feel good about it. However, I would never give my ex the satisfaction of having a name on anything else. Right. Oh. You are dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, this is actually pretty crazy. Imagine checking your email and it's telling you you got a bonus for being an Avenger, but Ooh. you're not an Avenger. Wait. Like a bonus? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to explain that because I have questions. <laughs> so there's this actor named Tom Hollander. He's 53. You don't really need to know who he is, except for that his name is Tom Hollander. He's an actor in the show White Lotus. So he gets this email saying you got a bonus for being an Avenger because they mixed him up with Tom Holland. Oh. oh. Spider-Man. So he gets this millions of dollars in his bank account. <laughs> what? He sees the money and he's got to just say bye-bye because I'm not Tom Holland. He gave it back, obviously. It's, and he's like, Tom Holland's 20. This is more money than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm an Avenger? <laughs> I always thought I was. Which one am I? <laughs> Trying out for that movie nine times. <laughs> oh, you're talking about movie. I'm talking about life. Like life. <laughs> it's a sign. Who do we have to fight? <laughs> I didn't know you get a bonus. This is great. What's my superpower, though? She was going to be waiting for a new email telling him to come to battle. Yeah. yeah. We had, I could communicate telepathically, I thought, or something. Where's my wristband? I don't know. What do you get when you're an Avenger? This is so cool, but also so confusing. Quick, check your email. That's what's trending. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. If you want to win the Jubal Show's trip to the Caribbean, you got to listen at 810. Paul is on the phone today for To Catch a Cheater. He's been with his girlfriend, Leslie, for three years, but now he thinks something's going on, so we're going to see if we can help him out and try to catch her in a second if she is. Hopefully she isn't, but Paul, tell us what's going on, man. Yeah, I've been with my girlfriend, Leslie, now for three years, and uh, overall, things have been great. It's been a nice three years. Leslie actually moved up here uh, from a small town, you know, one of those really small towns out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, they're scary to me, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, to be honest, the same for me. It's uh, it's a little odd going back because uh, we visit often uh, to her family. And uh, every time we go back there, I just feel like it's uh, going to another country or another planet or something. <laughs> well, that's kind of nice. You really get to escape. Yeah. And it's not really a big deal to, to visit often. I know, like I said, it's like a, another planet over there. But, you know, my relationship with my family is, you know, at best strained. So, you know, I've never had a problem going back with her as frequently as we do. But unfortunately, this year, uh, I'm not able to go back and visit with her uh, on her mom's birthday. Okay. Yeah, I'm really swamped at work. And, uh you know, it, it wasn't really a, a huge deal, but that's kind of where, in regards to this trip and me not going with her, is kind of where suspicion started creeping in. Okay. Was so, she upset that you couldn't go with her? Well, see, that, that's the thing. It, it actually didn't seem like she was upset that I wasn't going with her. Mm. And, you know, recently, you know, I feel like she's been kind of pushing me away you know, I feel like, you know, she's been getting, you know, a little bit more uh, distant from me. Uh, we've been getting into more arguments. And, you know, one thing I've noticed and, and the thing that I'm worried about is this guy, Joel. Who's Joel? 
Well, Joel is her, it's, it's her ex from, you know, like her kind of high school sweetheart kind of guy, you know, still lives in that small town where she came from. And I've noticed that her and Joel have been texting a lot more, you know, recently. So they'd always oh. been texting. You said a lot more. So they've always been in touch. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, you know, I'm. You know, to be honest, I'm not one of those guys that's like has a huge issue with somebody having a friendship with an ex or, or you know having that relationship ongoing. I've met Joel. Mm. You know, when we've gone to to you know to visit, you know, I've met the guy. You know, he seems like a a, a decent person and and everything. But honestly. It has always just kind of been, or at least in my perception, like sporadic communication. And, you know, now it seems like it's getting to be a lot more frequent. Like I noticed that, you know, you know, I'll notice her phone will light up, you know, a lot. And, and I'll see, you know, his name, you know, pop up, you know, like it does on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it's more and more. And, you know, I even asked her about it. And, you know, she's gotten... A little bit defensive, like about me, like checking on her, or why am I looking at her phone, and 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 that kind mm. of stuff. Okay. Honestly, like to put two and two together, I noticed that it's really been since I told her that I wasn't going, uh, that I wasn't going to be able to make it to the trip, and I mm. told her mom I wasn't going to be make able to make it. That you know the communication frequency, you know, stepped up, and they started talking more. And like oh. I said, I didn't really feel like she was particularly upset that I wasn't going to be able to make it. And I and I did. I asked her about it, and, and like I said, she got defensive, and she also said, you know, oh, no, you know, just we were planning on meeting up with mutual friends, or we're just making, you know, some friend plans and old friends and getting together while I'm in town, mm. or while she's in town, rather. And uh, I don't recall any friend group or mutual friends. I've never hung out mm. with her and her mutual friends in her small town. So, you know, honestly, I, I really don't know <laughs> what's okay. going on here. So you think maybe it, like she's planning something with him for when she's there, but you're not there. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought maybe you guys could call her from, you know, just say you're our credit card company and say she won a free travel ticket um, and a free companion and just mm. ask her who she would pick to be that companion. That's okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. We'll play a song, come back and then call her. And hopefully she gives us your name and not somebody else's. But we'll play a song, come back and get your to catch a cheater next. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. Right in the middle of To Catch a Cheater, if you're just joining us, Paul is on the phone and he thinks that his girlfriend of three years named Leslie might be cheating. So in a second, we're about to call her and see if we can catch her. But first, Paul, why don't you refresh everybody's memory on your situation? We've been together three years. Uh, I'm worried she's getting back with or or in a relationship with her ex-boyfriend from high school. And uh, I was hoping you guys could just pretend to be the credit card company and say she won a free flight and see who she picks. Okay. And she's going back home to visit her mom, and, and I'm not going. And uh, I'm worried that she's been really texting this guy and planning on seeing him when I'm not there. Okay. Are you ready for us to call her? Yeah. All right, man. Here we go. Hello. Hi, this is Gorbel calling from. I was looking for our card holder, Leslie. This is she. Is everything okay? I'm actually calling you with some good news. Congratulations for being a card holder with us and racking up so many points and miles in travel. You've won a voucher for $600 in free travel for yourself and a companion. Oh my God. Wow. This is so cool. Thank you. So, what do I do? Well, it's simple. Your voucher will go automatically into your account online. So the only thing that I would need um, would be the name of the companion that you would take with you. Now, I can give you some time to obviously think about that, but unfortunately, they ask that we give them that information ahead of time, you know. Oh, um, okay, that's fine. Okay, great. Um, Just the first and last name would be awesome. Yeah, um, can you make it to Joel... Yes, I can get that 
notated on there. Would you like us to send an email to this person so that you can also um, give them the good news with like a little bit of an e-card type situation? Yeah, maybe just say that things keep getting better and after this trip, we can go back and have the talk. I'll just read it back to you, okay? It says, your boyfriend of three years, Paul, is on the phone right now listening to this and probably wants to know why you got the companion ticket for Joel and are sending Joel that message. Wait, what? Did I get that right? Mm. Yes. Paul? Wait, Paul's on? Yeah. What is going on? Leslie, this is the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. Hi. And we do a segment where we catch people cheating. And Paul thought you might be up to something. He was right. Yeah, it seems I'm right. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, wow, okay. Well, I was definitely not prepared to have this conversation at this moment, but I guess this is where we're at. Um Hi Paul. Uh Hi, yeah. Are, are you gonna hi. explain what's going on? Yeah. I, it's true. I've I've been talking to my ex, Joel, you know you know Joel. Um, yeah, well, I know that part. I know you've been talking. I've talked to you about how you've been talking, but what's going on? Okay, so we've been talking, you know, about our past and the relationship and how it just never really had any real finality or ending. And, you know, and then the conversation just kind of went into how there's still some feelings there that we have, even though, you know, we broke off, obviously. Um and that, you know, what we've been wanting in our life is really the same thing, which is to be in that town, in our town together and, and have the same future there. Mm. And I feel like an absolutely horrible person right now, but I, I'm, I mean, Paul, I'm in love with, with Joel and I've fallen back in love with him this past month. And I, I really think we, we want to try and make it work this time. And so I guess my thought process was I wanted to give that ticket to Joel so that he could come here to us and, and we could all talk about it and, and, you know, he could help me move my things back, back home. Are you serious? I honestly, I, I can't believe it. Uh, You you think, you think you were to fly him with a, with a free companion ticket to our house? So that I would sit down with him and what? Shake his hand? Wish you well? I mean, I can't, I, you know, honestly, you know, I love you. And, 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 you know, we've been together three years, but it's really the sneaking around that bothers me the most that I got to like do a whole setup to catch you. Like I, I confronted you about you texting him and you talking to him. And obviously I knew something was up and you could sense something was up. And we've been kind of, you know, at odds and the tension has been high. Why couldn't you just talk to me? Why does it have to come out like this? This is ridiculous. And also, you know, f- you for doing this around your mom's birthday. For real, honestly, like this is a like this is a devastating thing. And you know, I love your mom to death. Okay, you know she likes me, or at least you've told me she likes me. You know, and and you want to put this around your mom's birthday, and 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 more so instead of this being a very serious conversation about us breaking up or you moving up, you're like capitalizing on the fact that I couldn't make it to this trip. You're like seeing it as like a, a blessing. And I could tell, I could tell you didn't want me there. You know, so, you know, you know, I love you, but like, f- you. 
I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I probably deserve that. <laughs> I, definitely I mean, honestly, that. you deserve more than that. You know, on, and, you know, you can text me. You, could, you, can, you can reach out. You're, obviously, you're going to get yourself, but I don't want to see you. I don't want to see him. It's not going to be this sit-down, nice hug, shake-hand thing. You know, honestly, I really hope you're happy because you've taken it all from me. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. And I, I'm again. I'm sorry that it had to come out this way, but nope, nothing to f- talk about. It's done. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Paul, I'm sorry, man. So sorry. You know. No, you know what? Y'all don't need to apologize. She's the only one that needs to apologize. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said earlier, you know, I was going to be embarrassed either way, but thank you for saving me a trip to go over there and embarrass myself. Obviously, I'm pissed off. This is ridiculous, but you know what? At least it's better than me flying over there, being around her family, to be the guy, the other man. Don't be embarrassed, man. This sucks. Yeah. Well, whenever this happens, we always tell somebody there is someone out there for you, so don't give up hope, man. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not even thinking about that, right? I'm just, I'm just pissed. This is, this hurts. This honestly, it hurts. This hurts. The Jubal shows to catch a cheater. It's time for what's trending with Nina. Have you been anxiously awaiting a ride on Puget Sound's East Side Light Rail? Well, that time is coming sooner than later. I actually have. I've seen them building this thing, and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. I remember when they started building that. And I was like, they're never going to finish it. <laughs> right. Well, they're getting closer to it. And hopefully that will help with traffic. They just posted or the Bellevue Transportation Department just posted that they're going to be doing practice runs every 10 to 15 minutes this week. So if you see empty trains oh. going by, just know that that means it's almost going to be filled with you. So you can wave and say hi. <laughs> Hello, future me. Yeah. Yeah. Look day. at me. I'm sitting in that window right there. I look cute that day. It is exciting to look forward to. Um, now, we all know the cheer for baby is the cutest baby in the whole world. But there is an official list of the cutest dog breeds that has just been released. The number one cutest dog in the world is Golden Retrievers. Yes. 100%. Followed by. What? They're cute, but I don't know. They're just like, I mean, they're not the cutest to me. I think they're, my opinion. they have the cutest personalities, though. They just want to snuggle so you. Um, they're followed by the Pembroke Welsh They are, they are very happy, They are happy. <gasps> corgis are freaking cute. I think corgis are way cuter than golden retrievers. Okay, Whoa. well, they're in at number two, so Especially they're right glasses there. glasses on them. Um, how about the Papillion or Papillon and the Bernese Mountain Dog? Ooh, those I, are big love bugs. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry that yeah. yours did not. What is yours again? Mine's a Doberman. I didn't expect him to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's the cutest breed. I like them. They're cool, you know, but I mean, he's not necessarily cute. I, like so, I mean, he is cute. He's a cute puppy. Right. You know, but like, I think there's cuter dogs out there. I hope he's not listening I to this. I was about to say. I was about to say. He already gives me the cold shoulder anyway. I'm going to walk home and he's really not going to talk to me. <laughs> Um, if your dream has been to attend Coachella, this also may be your year, but unfortunately, the tickets are not selling. It's the slowest sales in 10 years. Wow. Their headliners this year include like Lana Del Rey, um, Tyler, the creator, and for whatever reason, people aren't buying them. So they're I still. I think that's the reason. Yeah. I think it's the lineup. It's not as good <laughs> right. as it used to be. It doesn't be. sound that great of a lineup I know. for Coachella. I know. Those are the, if those are their biggest headliners. Is, but. Did, are they about to like, you know, is it like. Whatever the term is, jump the shark. That's the term that yeah. they use when they've like, gotten to the point where it's now it's a downhill slope. Right. Maybe. Or they're just going to have to call in a Hail Mary and bring in, like, I don't know. When in doubt, Justin Beyonce. Bieber. 
Oh, okay. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Could you imagine the laugh they would get if they asked Taylor Swift to perform at Coachella? <laughs> I mean, she's way above that now. She'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm going to buy uh, Coachella. I just told the NFL to get out of my face. It's a Super Bowl. You guys are hilarious. Thank you for the laugh. I haven't laughed as hard in a while. I appreciate that. Oh, you were serious? Uh, oh, that's even funnier. <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter's playing, but she's the only one I'd want to see. Okay. So. okay, well, that's what's trending. You know what's weird about your quizzes, Katie, is that all the work is right and just the answers are wrong. I know that having a boyfriend may seem like the most important thing in the world right now, but you don't have to dumb yourself down to get guys to like you. It's time for America's favorite trivia game, You versus Victoria. Your shot to take on our own Victoria Ramirez in a game of trivia to see who gets to change their name to Trivia Jones, officially. We'll take you down to the courthouse and everything. It'll be a huge event. Oh, really? Also, your chance at Bryce Vine tickets. And let's meet our today's, our today's, let's meet today's contestant for You versus Victoria, Christian. What's up, Christian? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? What's today? Great. How are you? Good day. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> Your phone is a little bit muddy and hard to hear, Christian. Um, yes. Not very going up. Are you on a Bluetooth device in your car? No, I'm not. Oh, that sounds a little better. Just yell. Just yell. Just speak loudly. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I want to make sure you get your answers in. All right. You ready to take on Victoria? I am 100% ready. Let's go. Okay, Victoria's going to leave the studio. Here we go, Christian. 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just be like, I don't know it, pass. Or you can just say pass. <laughs> Might save you some time. And Victoria has to beat you outright to win. Are you ready? I was born ready. Oh. Here we go, Christian. Your time starts now. What color is Sonic the Hedgehog? Blue. What year did the first Jurassic Park movie come out? 1993. What holiday was Post Malone born on? Pass. What is the official animal of Scotland? Pass. Which American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? Oh, uh, pass. Kanye West married what Australian architect in 2022? Oh, uh, oh my, um... I don't. I yeah. No, I'm out. <laughs> Time's no <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we'll bring Victoria back in studio. So, Christian, other than killing it at you versus Victoria, what would you like the world to know about you? Um, I don't know. I'm just a laid back, chill guy that you know just kind of keeps to himself. I'm a security supervisor, and I love everybody. Just, Aww, sounds like a dating yeah. app. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this sounds like a dating profile. Are you, are you, are you dating anybody, Christian? Uh, uh, no, I'm not. Where well, can people swipe on you if they want to swipe on you? <laughs> <laughs> Where can they swipe on me? I'm not on. I'm not on any dating apps or anything anymore. Oh, okay. I got off all that. Where, where do you do security? Um, I work for uh, Garter World Security okay. Services. Bill. So you just have to it's find out where you're security. working and then go and then try to trespass. Yeah, I just have to Naughty boys in the parking lot. He shouldn't be in the parking lot. Jack catch the cushion. He's gonna be in my back seat. <laughs> All right. He's a naughty boy. <laughs> Victoria is back in studio with her headphones on. Here we go. Thirty seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Christian outright to win. 
Not a buzz. This is good. <laughs> what <laughs> color is Sonic the Hedgehog? Blue and yellow. What and year, white. What right. year did the first Jurassic Park movie come out? Uh, 1980. I don't know that one. What holiday was Post Malone born on? Uh, Christmas. What is the official animal of Scotland? Uh, dragon. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> lion. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? Highway 90. I don't know. No, I can. I can. No, Kanye right. West married what Australian architect in 2022? Uh, I don't. Wait. I want another question. Um, <laughs> we always can't get everything we want, Victoria. I'm sorry. You're out of time. Not helping. I'm thinking. You know what? Dragon was a good answer. After I was on board with you until you said, wait, what did I say? And then I'm like, wait a second. Dragons don't exist. Because <laughs> I figured, I was like, yeah, that might be London's animal. I don't know. Mary, it was actually right. probably a good guess once you see the answer. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Let's go over the answer, or let's get the score with our uh-huh. scoreboard producer, Brad. Victoria, you did get one correct. Congratulations. That was very Not good. Uh, wonderful Christian got two <laughs> correct. <laughs> Christian? Hello. Congratulations. Go you, Christian. You beat Victoria. Whoa. I gotta say it with so much, like, emphasis. <laughs> you absolutely destroyed Victoria out there on the trivia field. It was an amazing performance, a dominant performance. Will Victoria ever be able to come back when we play the game tomorrow at this same time? Will she even show her face in the Jubal Show studio? Because she was just totally demolished. What do you think, Bill? Uh, yeah, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. I, um, I, I kind of want to quit because I saw it and I feel like, uh, I mean, I feel like I got beat, you know, by Christian. That was amazing. Anyway, back to you. Whoa! What a great day here. Out right now. <laughs> yeah. The studio's getting real full with all these personalities. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, let's go over the answers with Nina. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is blue. Yep. Jurassic Park, the first one, did come out in 1993. Whoa, close. Post Malone, no. Post Malone, you said 80. <laughs> I did. Post Malone was born on the 4th of July. Dang it. Listen, the animal of Scotland is actually a unicorn. So the dragon Whoa. was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a really don't... good answer. I don't want to say they don't exist because that's like lame and rude of me. They do. And my untrue. niece would fight you because yep. yeah. she knows. Well, if I don't come to work tomorrow, I'm just going to beat up yeah. <laughs> my seven-year-old. Okay. Um, the American road that runs from Chicago to Los Angeles is Route 66. Oh, there's a song about oh. that. Mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls. And then Kanye West, you probably can there's picture. a Cheetah Girl song about it? Yeah, it's called Route 66. Sorry. I didn't know that. There's also a jazz song about it. Yeah. Um, I no. get my kicks on Route 66. <laughs> is the Cheetah Girls remake yeah. that? It's way better, oh, but I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. It's a lot better, okay? I'll they show did you remake after. it? <laughs> I had no idea. Get my kicks. Yep. I literally just watched Jurassic Park yesterday. The very first one. Oh, oh, I love that movie. You were going to say Cheetah Obsessed. <laughs> Jurassic Park's great. Um, but Bianca Sensori is Kanye West's wife. Yeah, I was going to guess that. I was guessing with like an I. No. An with an I. Well, hey, Christian, also just replying today. So you got the Bryce Vine tickets. You get to change your name to Trivia Jones. <laughs> and we're also going to give you a free download of the Cheetah Girls Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing. Hey, man. Appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Love you. Y'all have a wonderful day. You, you too, too, man. All right. Also, right now it's your chance at a trip to the Caribbean. <laughs> Let's go. It's the Jubal Show's. Trip to the Caribbean, a four-day, three-night vacation for two to any Sandals resort with locations in Curacao, Jamaica, and the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare. All you have to do is go to thejubalshow.com slash sandals, enter the word vacation. That's V-A-C-A-T-I-O-N at thejubalshow.com slash sandals, and you could be on your way to the Caribbean.
We play you versus Victoria the same time every single weekday morning. Also, your shot to win a trip to the Caribbean the same time every weekday morning. First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. Drew is on the phone today for a first date follow-up. He's getting ghosted by a woman named Jess. And we're going to see if we can help him out. What's up, Drew? How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, uh, so I I went on this first date with uh, this girl, Jess. You know, I, I met her recently, and we went out, and, uh, you know, she told me her she was into basketball. You know, I'm okay. into basketball, so, I was, you know, I wasn't going to take her to the court on the first date. That seems a little <laughs> much. Well, what I did is I took her to an arcade that had, like, you know, they had the basketball hoops there that you could just, like, shoot. Pop a shot? That's I fun. I love yeah. that. We played that. We played a bunch of other games, you know, air hockey and stuff like that. Um Ended up making out by the motorcycle game. You know, it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, what happened? Well, you know, everything was good. We, you know, we ended the night with a few beers and, you know, some appetizers, some wings and stuff like that. And I, you know, end of the night, I took her home. I walked her door, door, door. We kissed a little bit more. And I thought I had, I thought we had a great night. She said she had a great night. I knew we had a great night. And so I was expecting a second date to come around, but now... Yeah, she's not returning my calls or my text messages or anything like that. I don't know. It's been over a week, and I figured, you know, did I do something wrong? Like, I, I mm. thought we were having a great time, and now I feel like I'm getting ghosted here. Is there anything that could have happened during the date? Like, are you super competitive? I mean, I was, like, you know, just joking around and, you know, like screaming airball every time she would throw <laughs> it. But not every time. I mean, at one point, you know, when I was paying the bill, she... I don't know, called me out for leaving a big tip. I don't, I used to, you know, serve in bartending when I was in college. So, you know, when people take good care of me, I take good care of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She, she dropped something like, I I tip like 30%. And she's like, oh, you're just throwing away money. Though that line was kind of weird to me, kind of off. But I don't know if maybe she's a little conservative with her spendings, but I don't know. I take <laughs> care of my own. That wasn't a red flag to you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, no, I didn't really see it that way, you know, at the moment. I mean, I just thought, you know, okay. she was maybe a little more conservative, but I didn't think any more than that. We've heard people not get a call di- not get a call back when they've been a terrible tipper, yeah. but not for being a good tipper. Like, it's one thing to be stingy and another thing to be over generous, and I feel like I'm right in the, somewhere in the middle, you know? I, I hate to even jump to this conclusion, but the only other thing that ever crosses my mind when you hear about people that did make out on a date and not get a call back, it's like, was it something there with the chemistry? Like, were you just not a good kisser? Oh. I know I've said that before, but. <laughs> I've never gotten any complaints on my kissing style. I don't know, maybe I had bad breath or something. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. I have no idea. So did she talk to you at all after your date? No, that's the thing is that, like, I haven't been in touch with her since that one date, and which is, like I said, so random and weird to me because I thought we had something. I thought there was a spark. I thought maybe I thought there was chemistry. How long has it been since you talked to her? It's been like a it's been like a week and a half, I guess. So, I mean, if something did come up in her life, I mean, I kind of feel like she'd have time to deal with it by now and at least return a text or something, you know? Yeah. How many times have you reached out to her? I don't know. Um... Uh, I will text her in the morning, you know, just, you know, a little good morning text, no response. Uh, when I know she's at work and I'm like, hope you're having a good day at work, no response. And then I'll call her, you know, at night, see if, if everything's fine, go straight to voicemail. Drew, you're using like, you're not using past tense words. Are you still texting her that right now, like a week and a half later? 
I, I mean, I've, I've lightened up, but I, okay. I'm still okay. trying to reach it out. You know? Okay, good. Have you been texting her every morning and calling her every night? No, no. I'm oh. not trying to be like a creeper like that, but you know, I'm, it's kind of like, hey, thinking about you, kind of shooting it out there, balls in your court, you know. Right. Because okay. she's a baller. Right. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good one. Well, we'll try to figure it out for you, man. We'll play a song, come back, and then call her and see if she'll tell us why she's ghosting you and get you another date if you still want one with your first date follow-up, okay? Okay, thank you, guys. All right. Play a song, come back. Get your first date follow-up next. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. First date follow-up. 
powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. Right in the middle of your first date follow-up, if you're just joining us, Drew is on the phone. And Drew might not be getting a call back because he's a good tipper. I don't think that's the reason, Drew. But we're about to call the woman that Drew went on a date with named Jess and see why she's ghosting him and see if we can get him another date in just a second. But first, Drew, refresh everybody's memory about your date with Jess. Uh, well, I, I took her out to a little arcade. We played a little uh, hoops there. Um, we had a great time. Had some <clears throat> beers and food. Did a little makeout sesh. Thought we had a great time. And now I'm being ghosted. So <laughs> about to call her right now. Anything else you want to say before we do that, Drew? I hope she has a good answer, I, I guess. <laughs> oh, I hope so, too, <laughs> for <Yeah>. you, Drew. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call her right now. Here we go. Hi, may I speak to Jess, please? This is she. Jess, how are you? This is, um, my name is Jubal from a radio show called The Jubal Show. Hi, Jess. I know your show. Hi, guys. Oh, hey. Why are you calling me? Oh, my God. I I love this enthusiasm, (laughs) Jess. My name's Nina. I'm the new one. (laughs) Jess, thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous. Why are you calling me? (laughs) I mean, you know the options. It could be a first date follow-up. Are you in a relationship and cheating oh. on someone or think or think that they might be cheating on you? <laughs> no, but no. I did go on a date. <laughs> so it is a first date follow-up, yes. You went on a date with somebody recently oh, and now boy. you're ghosting them. Um, I'm ghosting him. Um, his name is Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah. His name is Drew. We talked to Drew. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. We went on a date. I had a really good time. I truly did. I really, really did. Um, and he's a really nice guy, but you know, um, I you know, I could date him, but right now I'm at the point where, you know, I, I only want to date someone who's going to be the husband and mm. as, as nice as he was and as much fun as I had, I don't see him as the husband and, and I, I don't want to you know, be dating if, I, if it's not going to be the long-term one. But so what about him makes you feel like he's not the one? Because if he's so great, you went on one date, you obviously were attracted to him enough. We heard you guys made out and stuff. Yeah, but you know, you have you have friends that you love to death and they're wonderful, but you would never marry them, you know? Sure. So he's one of those. He was a good kisser and all, but it didn't take me, I don't know, it didn't hit me spiritually the place that I, I needed to. So he kissed you like a date and not a husband. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of people are good kisses. I mean, let's don't, don't get me wrong. He was a really nice guy, but he, he's not the one for me. I can introduce him to somebody because he's a really nice guy, but he's not the one for me. So, Jess, are you going on a lot of these first dates and just, you know, having a great time and, and figuring out that they're not the one? Yeah, yes. I mean, isn't that the formula? <laughs> you know, yes. I guess it is. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I could waste his time, his money. I mean, oh, he was a great tipper, too. You know, he's a nice guy and everything. Well, actually, that's another thing. I mean, he, like, totally overtipped, you know, like 30%. And I'm looking for somebody who knows how to manage their money, you know. Oh. <laughs> a husband that's not going to, like, be spending all the money out, you know, when he's away from me. I mean, I, that's that's a red flag. So you want a husband who's going to tip, like, a standard 18 to 20%. <laughs> No, you know, according to what's, you know, but I mean, 30%. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, service wasn't that amazing. Jesus. <laughs> She's like, tip well, just not too well. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Jess, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for listening. Yeah, well, thank you for calling me. Yeah, no I problem. Love your show. Jess, are you forgetting something about the first date follow-ups, though? <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't want another date. I remember. <laughs> Not that part. I remember. That part's coming up. That part. There's another part, though. Um. Oh, God. Drew, are you on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Drew's on the phone. Oh, oh no. I forgot. That's part of it. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I know. Jess. When I'm listening, when I'm listening to the show, I'm always like, oh, I hope they don't hear that. Oh, God. I forgot. Well, Hi. it was nice yeah, knowing you, Drew. I hope you find a wonderful person. <laughs> Just right away. I mean, yeah. like, at least we're being honest now. Yeah, yeah that was quick, though. Straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, I say. Uh, Rolled me off real quick there, huh? Uh, no, no, well, you'll, you'll, you deserve somebody else. You deserve somebody else. I'm not the one for you. You could tell <laughs> from the phone call. I'm not the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pick that up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very perceptive. <laughs> How do you feel about just not feeling like you're a husband? Like, I could be hobby material. I am totally hobby yes. material. Like, I, Not for you me, know, but I, you could. Well, we had a good time. Was it because I gave too much money to the server? Or, <laughs> I mean. Oh, Lord. I'm a, <laughs> that was that was something. But, um, you know, come on, guys. 30%. I mean, we have, you know. I'm totally husband material, though. I mean, you just got to get to know me. You know, I'm a nurturer. I'm caring. I'm funny. I'm a good cook. Uh, I'll let you beat me in basketball. Uh how are you at DIY projects, Drew? Everything I own is from Ikea, so I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I was too quick, too rash? You think maybe I should give him a break? Well, I think we were kind of leaning in that direction, Jess. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be very hard to tell if somebody is potential long-term boyfriend material or husband material after one date. I'm more interested that it was Ikea that got you to kind of turn around. You're like, oh, hello. <laughs> I mean, I thought we had a good first impression, but if I have to throw in a second impression in there, I'd be more than happy to. I mean, you guys, a date to Ikea is a move. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could go to Ikea together and I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, as a dude, I feel like Drew hearing that from you and still trying to convince you to go out with him is husband material because I know for me, especially when I was when I was single and I didn't want to get married at all, I'm married now, but that took a long time to get there. And if I was out with someone and I heard them say that or I went out with someone and I heard them say that, I'd be like, well, cool, I'm not your material. Definitely not because I didn't want to get married, you know? Okay, Jubal, I, as a dude, I heard your response, but mm -hmm. can I hear Victoria's response? I don't think a second date would be a bad thing. I agree. <sighs> Okay, well, what if what if I'm willing to do one more? Or we give it one more try. Should we give it one more try? Jess, would you like to go out on another date with Drew? We'll pay for it. Okay, that settles it. Let's go, Drew. <laughs> All right. Sweet. But this time, Jess, you can't ghost him. You just have to straight up say, I still don't think you're my husband. <laughs> we can go. We'll have a great time, but... I won't marry you. You, I still don't think you're my husband. Oh. <laughs> we can work on it little by little, little by little, baby steps, baby steps. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> check in with us and let us know, Jess. Congratulations, Drew. You got another date, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That worked out well. Jubal's first date follow-up, powered by the Advocates Injury Attorney, online at advocateslaw.com. Call me petty, but these are red flags. First up, having a photo of yourself as your phone background. Who <laughs> takes a photo so good and thinks to themselves, 
I should put this as my wallpaper. Unless you're fresh off the boat, there is no excuse for this behavior. Next up, <laughs> when you tell someone where you're from and their response is, oh, that's far. First of all, no one invited you. Secondly, <laughs> if I did invite you, there's all these modes of transport. I'm not asking you to take the village donkey to come see me. <laughs> it's a jibble show. And there's a, a list going viral on TikTok and a trend of people talking about what their pettiest red flags are. That was that, guys. Here's some more from him. Next up, a guy that isn't into sports. A guy that isn't into sports is into talking about other people. No thank you. <laughs> Last but not least, people who can't pronounce basic words. Oh, I need to ask you a question. You drink black coffee? Yeah, isn't that an espresso? How have you made it this far in life and no one has slapped you? What are some of your pettiest red flags? Call us up, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Let's go over some the list, though, because it's pretty hilarious. Somebody's red flag is the home temperature is lower than 70 degrees. They will not date that person. What? <laughs> what if it's hot outside? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's a red flag. You got to walk away. You never know what could happen. Yeah, because that means they run hot. You know, and you never know what comes with that. <laughs> I'm so curious about the thought process behind 70 degrees. That's the line, not 69, not 71. Right. Why is it 70? That's yeah. a good question, because producer Brad. Because if you Brett. leave it on 69, um, hello, you're a pervert. <laughs> I want to see Nina walk into a house when she's dating somebody just like, I'm leaving. I know what you expect. <laughs> what are you talking about? I saw your thermostat. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> Or if they're cute, hey, I saw your, I saw your, I saw your thermostat. <laughs> Can I stay the night? Can I warm it up? <laughs> Go ahead and text in 41061. Call us up 888-343-1061. What are your weird red flags that you have? Mine has always been if you don't eat seafood. Yeah, you've said that a lot. If you don't eat seafood and you've never tried it. Oh, that's fair. To me, that shows that you're not willing to go outside of your comfort zone or try new things. And you're just one of those people that's like, it's gross. <laughs> you don't know. Like, try it first and then tell me it's gross. And then I'll probably still red flag after that. But anyway. <laughs> so I like to go seafood. I like sushi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? You want to eat what you eat. <laughs> We're going over a list of hilarious red flags that people are sharing on social media. A solo mustache with no beard. Oh. Is an immediate I mean no. That could be kind of cute. I think it's kind of funny usually. Isn't it usually kind of a joke when people do that? Is anybody serious about their mustaches? Well, are they going to be serious about you, Nina, in a relationship if they can't be serious about their own face? Well, I think it also says that they don't take themselves very seriously. I think it's got to be situational. If it's an ironic mustache, okay. If it's a serious mustache, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Haley. Hello, Haley. Hey. I dated this guy who cried once when his team lost, mm-hmm. and I just cannot do it. He cried when his team lost? He cried, yeah, like full-on breakdown when his football team lost, yeah. and I just, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Was he playing on the football team? Like, was it a rec team, or was it just like an NFL no. team? No. It was, it was like an, it was an NFL team oh. that he was just like rooting for. Was it a normal game, lost, or was it the, the Super Bowl? It was a normal game. It was like a regular season, not even playoffs or anything. <laughs> I think that's really funny because I understand where she's coming from, 
But the moment that I did see the person I was dating cry over sport, Uh-oh. it was so endearing because in that moment, I was like, <laughs> you love something so much. Like, oh. you're passionate about something so much because I'm a passionate person. So when you find passion in another person, regardless of what it is, those tears really, you know, it's kind of a turn on. Right. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Until they start ignoring you for the sports, right? Right. right, 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 right. I want you to be passionate about me. Have the same tears about me. Okay, well, we're focusing on that part right now. <laughs> we're going over a list of hilarious red flags that people are sharing on social media. Someone won't date a person, Victoria, like this, if they're not Uh-oh. a cat person. <laughs> I mean... You gotta like cats. I have a cat. They're fun. They don't do anything. Why don't you like them? <laughs> because they're just got so mad. Yeah. It took a minute What's to process, and then Victoria just snapped on the person that doesn't even exist. <laughs> oh, I forgot this is the list. Would you date a person if they didn't like cats, Victoria? I mean, I have a cat, so. Also, yeah, because that's a big red flag. Like, what's their deal? Why don't they like them? So you would date or you would not date? Yes I or wouldn't. no? Oh, okay. What if they had a good reason for it? What's the good reason? One time I was at the grocery store and I was walking out to my car and a group of cats came and they stole my groceries and then they stole my car keys and took off with my car. Well, so I just don't trust cats. That's your fault. If you let all that happen in like five minutes, that's on you. Still a red flag. Also because I might be crazy. We're going over a list of hilarious red flags that people are sharing on social media. Bad music taste. I think that's a pretty understandable red flag. Right? Yeah, yeah, what it is. But people have different music tastes. I feel like that's not a nice red flag. If you guys don't vibe when it comes to music, though, it can be tough. It is absolutely but it's like, tough. My music is very different from Nina's or Brad's or yours, Jubal. So it's right. actually not that different. But what if you actually? What if you can't stand country music? Like can't stand it at all, Victoria. Like, and then they're like, "I just love only country. That's it. I will listen to nothing else but country." What are you guys gonna do? Compromise. I don't know. If it's a relationship, you don't want it to work. Did you hear the person that you're dating right now? It didn't sound very comp- like a compromising person. I only listen to country. I will not listen to anything else. Well, then that's very annoying. And <laughs> it sounds like you guys would have a normal relationship. <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. What are some of your hilarious red flags? Aja? Hi! Hey, uh- what's up? How are you? Hi, I'm good. My petty red flag is someone being a Libra. A Libra. <laughs> okay. Oh, somebody hurt you. <laughs> why? Why is it a Libra? Um, I just think that Libra is short for liar. Um, I think that they're all kinds of the same. And whenever I meet someone and they tell me they're a Libra, I'm always like, oh, no, I don't think I want to talk to you. And then they always say the exact same thing. I'm not like the other Libras. I know exactly what you mean. And then it always goes the exact same way. You know what? I've recently done that with Tauruses. Sorry if you're a Taurus listening. But... Same situation. Every single Taurus I've ever met really? has not been good for me in my life at some point. So nobody's in this room as a Taurus, right? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> one, of my, one of my bosses in the studio and he just raised his hand. What are you talking about? I love Tauruses. They're my favorite. I wish I could meet one right now. Oh my gosh. Your favorite here. <laughs> Our boss is standing in the back of the room as one. That's so cool. <laughs> Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hello. Hey, what's up? You have a dirty little secret? Yes, I do. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> so I take Adderall, even though I don't need it. 
because I have two jobs. I'm trying to finish my bachelor's, and I'm a single mom. Oh. So huh. It keeps me going. That's fine. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. People have been taking that to do things around the house and stuff since the 50s. So Really? really? Well, Ritalin. <laughs> Housewives oh, wow. used to take Ritalin for cleaning and stuff. Really? Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, huh. not at all. <laughs> I've never taken it. I can't imagine. Like, what is it supposed to do? Well, it's like speed. It's supposed to make you really productive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't need it, it's just like, woo, yeah. I can do everything. I can get a whole bunch of stuff done today. <laughs> I mean, in college, that got me through. <laughs> what? Well, I guess it's my secret, too. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, guys, I really got stuff to do, so. We won't keep you on the phone much longer. <laughs> Get after it. <laughs> What's your dirty little secret? Hey, what's up? You have a dirty little secret? Oh, boy, I sure do. I sure do. Um, you ready for this? Yes. yes. Okay, so I used to work at this estate for a really well-known name that I obviously I can't say, okay. um, but think like along the lines of like Chef Boyardee or Kraft. Anyways, okay. I was head of housekeeping <laughs> at this like massive estate. There were tons of houses. They basically like dominated this block of houses. And um, okay, so I was head of housekeeping, and for two years, every day after lunch, I would go to this one house that was rarely occupied and I would go into the master closet and take a nap for like one hour every <laughs> single day on the clock. <laughs> Man, it doesn't matter what your job is. We always find a place to take a nap. <laughs> That's right. I bet that was a nice place to take a nice closet too if right. they're that rich. Oh, it was super plush, like down pillows. You know, there were there was like extra bedding in the closet. And then when I was done, I would fold it back up and put it away and like try to smooth the wrinkles out of my face and act like <laughs> nothing ever happened. I mean, this was like two years. That's pretty mild. I was hoping you'd tell me you're trying on their clothes or like eating their food. <laughs> oh, definitely eating the food. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, you did that too. Oh, well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Yeah. What's your dirty little secret? Text Jubal to 41061. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.